Thank you, God. Thank you for your name, your name. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Bless our time, Lord. Oh, God. You are our God, a living God, the wise God. Thank you, God. Thank you for your grace, your love. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen. A couple of sub-points before we do our message. Uh, turn to Micah. I think you know the verse, uh, Micah 6, 8, just to have it as a reference in your mind. What does the Lord love? What does he show you? Oh, man, what is good? What does the Lord require of you? 6, 8. What is it that God shows us? What does the Lord require of us? What is good? What is he, what is he looking for with us? Number one, to do justly. So I'll put here the word justice. Justice. People look for justice. Justice is part of life. Our kids in school, they're in fifth grade, and they cheat. Okay, they cheat. Turn to your neighbor. Just say, don't do that. Stop cheating. Okay. They cheat. What do you, as a parent, do? What does a parent do? What do you do? You teach them that you can't lie, you can't cheat. Why? Because there has to be justice. There has to be rightness. What is right? What is wrong? What is right and wrong? That's moral. That's normal. Number two, to love mercy. You actually have two. This is a separate message, actually, but I love mercy. So here's the, here's the word, just to do, the verb is to do justly, to do justly, love mercy. So this is key, to love mercy. Um, that, that's important for us. Because when he cheats in school, and you bring, bring the line into his life, you know, that's wrong, you can't do that. You correct him, and you give him also the follow-up is what? Mercy. Yeah, the law. The law. You give him the law, that comes first. Then you give him mercy. And you must love mercy. Mercy builds relationships. Mercy is healthy for us. God made the universe, and he tells us it's tough. It's tough. Life can be tough. And you need me, God, in a tough world. God, the God of all grace, the God of mercy. The third one is uh, walk. The verb is walk, and the word is humbly. Right? Verse 8, isn't it? Lord, mercy, walk humbly with your God. So this is relationship to love mercy, to do justly, love mercy, and then to walk humbly. Be submitted. Look for, for, look for 
that which you want to be submitted to. Look for the person, the name, Hashem, the Jews. All right, so did you get that? Let's just leave it at that. I just want you to have that in your mind. Justice is important, but so is mercy, and so is humility. Humility, so you have grace, mercy, where grace or mercy, there are a difference in the words, but that separate message, but humility. So there, those are three good words for us. They go together. They go together to what's right, and God giving us grace, saving us by his grace, giving us Christ, and then through Christ we walk, and we walk in humility to him, because he's the one that has given us mercy. And truth, truth is important, truth, mercy, and humility. Okay? Okay, so now, uh, turn with me to Egypt, and this is Exodus, the marriage getaway I heard was excellent. I heard all the portions were excellent. So good to hear that. They, I don't know, 80 couples or what the number was, something like that, with great teaching and fellowship, a lot of good time. I heard I wasn't there, but I just love to hear um, what, you know, what people are doing and how God is using them. Exodus chapter 2 and verse 23. It came to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried, and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. Now, how long have they been in Egypt at this point as a nation? Anyone know? How, how long have they been there? 400 years plus. And now it's bad. It's bad. So I'll put down a little picture here. Here's a life. This is a, a, a horizontal plane that people live in life. And it is hard. What are they doing? They are crying. They cry and groan. Okay, so this is how life is for people. Um, Many times, different ways, but it happens to all of us. We are in this world, and many do cry and groan. So verse 23, they they were in bondage, put down that word here, they had bondage, bad, they can't break away from the badness, the badness in Egypt, they are slaves, Yeah, we understand that a little bit, uh, but not having much. Now, they, they go into Egypt with 75 people, now there's a couple million people. But it's not going well. They're crying out. And, and this is what, what we want to share just today in our message. It is 
It is that God you know, may make him much bigger in his kingdom. He is much bigger. He is over it. He is in it. He is present. But it looks like the authority isn't him. It looks like the authority is is bad. But God is not bad. God is good. But it looks like it's bad. And they are his people. So that's... uh, That's um, moves our hearts. Yeah, it moves our hearts. We want to know about this. Like God is going to do something. And what is he going to do? And how long does it take? And when does it really happen? And how does it work? And what is he? How does he do it? And then today in this world, Maybe in your life, you could feel the same. And then what does God say about it? What does he do? Is he interested? Does he care? You know, of course, we are in our Bible way, way, way through the picture, and we see so much. But I think to go back here and and make a point in our, in our thought, and, and I know you can follow this, and it is um, it is in Exodus three when God when God does call Moses and he speaks to Moses and this is the key here he he gives Moses his name this is the the, the key the name he gives Moses his name. So I want you, I'm going to play a video. It's, it's kind of long, but it's packed with scripture and there's music in it. Uh, somebody sent it to me. I listened to it. I enjoyed it. I hesitate to do it, but I think it, it relates to this well. Every time you hear in the Bible the name, every time, by, by the way, the, the Jews didn't say this name. They didn't say it. They didn't dare say it. They had great respect for the name. So they would call, they would call God Hashem or the name. And the name is Yahweh. And um, it's in Exodus 3 verse 14. God said unto Moses, I am. That's what it means. His name. I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall you say unto the children of Israel, I am, has sent me unto you. And so in this uh, picture up on the screen, I want you to see something. No matter where you are on that lower level, it is the answer for your life is the name. When, when the Jews are in Egypt and they are in such despair and trouble and burdened, what they needed was God. They needed God and they needed to know his name. What can he do for us? He is God. Do you know him? 
Numbers 1, verse 17, people are expressed by their name. I like that. And we, we had our first daughter, Bethany, my wife and I, thinking of a name. And I, I, I suggested, or she did, I don't really remember how it went, but that there was a little town, a little village in Judah, where Jesus would go when he was under pressure. He had a family there that he had a family there that he loved. That was Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. And and he would go there. And the Pharisees were against him, but he could go to that family and relax and be loved and be understood. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. And the name of the town was Bethany. And I, I said to my wife, I, maybe, maybe our daughter would be like that, that we can go to her and be restored and be, be, be loved and be encouraged. And maybe you have a child or a grandchild or some, or, you know, somebody that you know, or even a friend. Uh, you know, when Jesus was with the disciples, he did give names, didn't he? Like he did, he, 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 and, and we have a new name, like our real character, our really, our real nature. And God, in the names of God, I, I read that there were 300 names of God in the Bible. Uh, I don't know that it's so, but we'll hear a bunch of them right now on the video. So I hope you got, you follow what I'm saying. Life tough, yeah, but the name. Yes, is, are you discouraged? Yeah, I'm discouraged. But the name, there's an answer. There's God. Yeah, are you old and tired out? Yeah, but the name, it breaks through. That's the whole meaning of uh, our new faith, that we are related to God as our Father, our provider. Okay, let's play that video. God's nature never changes. He is and he will always be. He is who he is. That's what his name Jehovah even means. It means I am. Yahweh means he is. He's God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. Creator, Yahweh, Lord Jehovah, El Elyon, the Most High God, Adonai, Lord, Master, El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty, El Alam, the Everlasting God, the God of Eternity, the God of the Universe, the God of Ancient Days. He is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. He is the Shiloh, the Peacemaker, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Jehovah Nissi, the Lord my banner, the Lord my miracle. He is Kenah, jealous. He is Jehovah Enkadash, the Lord who sanctifies you, the Lord who makes holy. He is, he is a star, a scepter out of Israel, the accursed of God, the captain of the host of the Lord. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of powers, the rock of my salvation. My salvation. 
He is the light of the morning when the sun rises, a morning without clouds. He is the daysman, the interpreter, my rock and my redeemer. He is crowned the crown of pure gold, the most blessed forever. the forsaken, the worm, and no man. He is Jehovah Ra. He is my restorer, the king of glory. He who sitteth king forever is a stranger and an alien. My strong rock, my rock and my fortress. Fairer than the children of men, the rock that is higher than I, the rock of my strength, the rock of habitation. He is as rain upon the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. The rock of my heart, the, the shield. shield of my refuge, the king and priest after the order of Melchizedek, a brother born for adversity, the friend that loveth at all times, a stone of grace, a friend that sticketh closer than the brother, he is his ointment poured forth, my well-beloved, a bundle of myrrh, a cluster of henna blooms, the rose of Sharon, he is the lily of the valley, the lily of the valley, the chiefest among ten thousand, his countenance is as Lebanon, yea, he is altogether lovely. He is my beloved and my friend. He, he is holy, holy, holy. He's a sanctuary. The great light. A son given. The mighty God. The father of eternity. He is a child born. The prince of peace. An ensign of the people. The nail fastened in a sure place. A strength to the poor. Strength. The strength to the needy in distress. A shadow from the heat. A refuge from the storm. He is the rock of ages. A crown of glory and beauty. He is a stone. A triad stone. A covert from the tempest. From the tempest. He is as rivers of water in a dry place. As the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. As a hiding place from the wind. He is the king in his beauty. My leader. The everlasting. The everlasting God. He is mine elect in whom my soul delighted. He is of light of the Gentiles. The covenant of the people. The polished shaft. Glorious. He is the Holy One of Israel. He is a man of sorrows. Despised. He is rejected. He is stricken. stricken. Smitten. He is wounded. Bruised. He is oppressed. He is my portion, my maker, my husband. He's the God of the old earth. The witness to his people. A leader. The commander. The redeemer. He is mighty. He is my physician. Jehovah Sidkenu. Our righteousness. David, their king, their king. My resting place. My feeder. The plant of renown. Jehovah Shammah, the Lord is there. He is the prince of princes. The Messiah. The prince. The strength of the children of Israel. The, the hope of, of thy people. The ruler. He is king over all the earth. He is a refiner's fire. Holders, soap. My refiner. My purifier. Purifier. Son of righteousness. He is Jesus. Yeshua, salvation. Emmanuel, God with us. He is born as the king of the Jews. He is a governor. The Nazarene. As the bridegroom. He is meek, lowly. He is the one of whom the Father says, My beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased. The Son of the living God. Jesus. The Christ. The, the rock. The builder. The prophet of Nazareth. He is betrayed. Mocked. Crucified. The Holy One of God. My brother. The carpenter. And his life is a ransom. The Son of the Blessed. The Son of the Highest. God, my Savior. The Horn of Salvation. The Day Spring from on high. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The Salvation of God. He is the glory of thy people Israel. Lord of the Sabbath. My Healer. The Christ of God. My Servant. The Chosen of God. He is risen. He is risen. A prophet mighty indeed and word. He is the Word. The Word that was with God. The Word. 
gift of God. He is Messiah. The bread of God. The bread of life. He is my meat. My drink. The light of the world. The door of the sheep. The, the good, good shepherd, shepherd that, that laid down, down his life. life. The scent of the, the Father. Father. He is the resurrection. The king of the daughter of Zion. The corn of wheat. He is the light. The light. My Lord, Master. My example. He is the way. The truth. The life. The vine. Scourged. Crowned with a crown of thorns. Crucified as the king of the Jews. He is exalted. Glorified. The holy one and the just. The prince of life. The anointed. The prince and his savior. He is Lord Jesus. He is Lord of all. The judge. Jesus of Nazareth. The mercy seat. Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the firstborn among many brethren. Over all. God blessed forever. Lord over all. The deliverer. deliverer. Lord both of the dead and living. The minister of the circumcision. He is my wisdom. My righteousness. My sanctification. My redemption. He is the foundation. My Passover. That spiritual rock. The head of every man. The first fruits of them that slept. He is the last act. The quickening spirit. The image of God. His unspeakable gift. My peace. He is the offering. He is the sacrifice. The head over all things to the church. He is he that filleth all in all. He is a servant who humbled himself unto death, even death on a cross. He is the Lord Jesus Christ, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, creator of all things, the firstborn from the dead, the head of the body, the church, the head of all principalities and powers. He is my all in all. He is our Lord Jesus Christ himself. He is Lord of peace. He is our Lord of hope. He is God manifest in the flesh. He is the justified, the mediator, the righteous judge, the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He is obedient and his throne is forever and ever. And ever. He is the upholder of all things. The express image of his person, the brightness of his glory. He is Jesus Christ. Same yesterday, today, and forever. The shepherd of the sheep. The great shepherd that was brought again from the dead. He is a minister of the sanctuary. And of the true tabernacle. And his flesh is the veil which was wrapped into him. He is the altar. The offerer. The forerunner. For us. Enter even Jesus. He is the priest. The priest. The high priest. The great high priest. The intercessor. The surety. The covenanter. He is the captain of salvation. The author and finisher of faith. The king of righteousness. The king of peace. He is crowned with glory and honor. He is the tempted, the merciful, the faithful. He is holy, harmless, undefiled. He is the shepherd. He is the perfect. He is my helper, the lamb without blemish and without spot, the living stone. He's a cheap cornerstone. He is a precious stone. He is guileless. He is vital. He is the chief shepherd that shall again appear. The day star, my savior. He is the word of life. He is the life. He is that eternal life which was with the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the righteous, the savior of the world, the true God, true God, the advocate. He is the advocate. Jesus Christ. He is the first begotten of the dead. He is the prince of the kings of the earth. He is. He is the almighty, which is, which was, which is to come. He is the beginning and the ending. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the first and the last. He is he that liveth. He is the tree of life. He is the hidden manna. He is the faithful and the true witness. Hey!
16, we have the name of God and our lives, and then we have God in our world, in our life, and he, he says that I give you the key, or keys, let's see, there are, Matthew 16, verse 17, the name Right, that touched my that video touched my heart. Both of them, yes, they they relate too. Also, don't they? All right, Matthew sixteen seventeen. I wept. I wept during part of that video. I touched me. It touched me. Wow. Verse 17, Jesus answered and said unto him, this is Simon Peter, when he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Notice in our sketch here up on the screen, there is God that is in heaven, and he... he um, Re- reveals himself and and uh, uh, Simon Simon Peter knows something he knows something from God he knows it from the spirit who showed uh, Peter that he is the Christ but my father in heaven has showed you that so there's a linkage between God and who God is and and the earth, and he reveals. Well, in Laos, where, where you have a Buddhist, he's very Buddhist in Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. But it's uh, the mountains and the villages. It's like out of the traffic of, of the common world. But, but thank God these people are going there. And does God show them who is Christ? Yes, he does. He reveals Christ to them. 
uh, I met a trucker up in Pennsylvania at a at a stop, and he was covered with tattoos, and I just felt to evangelize, share with him something, talk to him. And he said, I am a believer. And I doubted it, right, because of the way he, he but I, and not really, I, I did want to, how, how did you become a believer, I asked him, in prison. I, I said, well, what happened? He goes, I, I heard about Christ, and I, I believed in him. And I said, what, what was the evidence in your life? He said, I just say the name of Jesus all the time. I say the name of Jesus when I'm driving my truck just all day long. I say the name of Jesus, and I have peace. He said the the change that happened in my life was peace. I got peace in my heart. So we had a good time, a good good fellowship, and and um, I think uh, there is no question that God is doing this today around the world. Everywhere he is hearing the cry and the groaning of people. Verse um, 18. And I say also, it's going to get better. I, I say also unto you, not only that, my father showed this to you, but you are Peter. And upon this rock... And and we know that the word Peter is like a stone, not a rock. They're different words. A rock like the rock of Gibraltar versus a stone by the by the, the riverside. A stone is a stone, a rock is a rock. Peter is not a rock, he's a stone. And later in his epistle he says, A living stone. We are living stones, first Peter two. We are living stones that are put into the house of God. But the rock is Christ. Verse 18. And upon this rock, he's referring to himself. Christ is saying, I will build my church on this rock. This revelation of who I am. When the name of God is revealed, when we know the name of God that name is is really the rock, the rock for our life, the rock for everyday living, the rock for for um, our our the world the world that is the way it is like today, the way the world is and has always been like this. There would be a murder with Cain and Abel. There would be uh, cities that are wicked, like Sodom and Gomorrah. It's always been. There's a tyrant in Egypt. His name is, he's a pharaoh. He's a king. There's always been oppression and sin and unbelief and fear and worry and anxiety. Always. But what is needed for us is the name that's what why why Peter is a blessed man. You know me. You know the name. You know what I will do? I will give you the key. You'll have a key. You'll bring the gospel. You will change lives. Look up at our screen here. When you have the name, you have a key in this world. 
right? In this one, you have the key for life here. Let's read it. It says in verse um, um, 18, You are Peter, you know, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, 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 the gates of hell. Gates is uh, the literal, the, the wall around the city, and the gates were that place where the elders would meet. They discuss problems, an enemy coming, or financial dealings. We read it in the book of Ezra, uh, the gates of the city. The gates of the city is a place of government. And the gates of hell are the government of hell. So we have two, we have the government of, we have the government of God here. And, and for us to be connected with God's government, is at the very heart of your life. I'm with that group. I am with them. What group is that? They're the ones that proclaim the name. They're the ones that have the name. By the way, one day in heaven it says, the name of God will be on our forehead. The name of God will be on our forehead. Imagine the name of God. The kingdom of God is in this world in us. And we have the name of God. And hell cannot overcome it. The government of hell. Well, hell will do ideologies that contradict God, but they don't have the power over the name. They don't know the name. They don't have power over the name. The name, we are called by his name, it says in Jeremiah 15, 6, uh, 15, um, is it, is it, uh, I think it's fifteen sixteen. Thy word was found, and I did eat it. It was the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by thy name, O Lord God Almighty. All right, so go to verse um, 19. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Now, keys in the, in the Bible are like very, you know, you follow the word. You see, Joseph had keys in Egypt. Uh, he was a jailer. The jailer gave him the keys. Uh, you have the um, idea, the key, Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two. I'll give you the key of David, the house of David, and doors will be open and doors will be closed. You have authority. It's like when when I have my computer and I don't have a password, I can't get into it. I can't get the material. I can't get open up a document. I don't have the key. And how my, my my world is is reduced if I don't have a key. If I don't have a key to the car, I don't have a key to the house, I don't have a key to the city, I don't have a key for my problem, like uh, life that happens. I, we're in Egypt, we don't have any key. We have no way out. But uh, God is saying, call upon my name. Call upon my name. 
ask, it will be done. And Jesus says to Peter, you'll have the keys and what you loosen in heaven. Now, look at this. This is the headquarters where things happen, decisions are made that affect this world. So you go to the boss, you go to the headquarters, and if he says, if in his office he says, then it's done on the earth. If in the, if with God, if he, we agree with God, if God is in agreement with us, if we persuade God, if we are in fellowship with God, we have the name of God. It's his name, and his name is in us. And so we have a fellowship with God. And we see that many times in the scripture. With Abraham for Sodom and Gomorrah interceding, Moses interceding for Israel in Exodus 32, and Jesus telling Peter, you will have this authority. You will have this because you know me. Who am I, Peter? You are the son of the living God. You got it. You got the key. What, what you decide here on the earth, my, my father in heaven, it'll be handled in the office. The office work in heaven will decide for you on the earth. It happened a number of times. When he preached at Pentecost, the authority of God, the spirit of God, and he had a key, and Jewish people became believers. He had the authority of God. Again, in the book of Acts, again, 5,000. Then again, he's in a jail in Acts 12, and Herod has decided to kill him the next day. He is to be killed the next day. And the angels came, opened the door. The chains fell off of his wrists and ankles. And he walked out through the city with no one seeing him. And he went out because he had the authority that was in heaven that came on the earth through God's name. What about us? I think it's the same. I know it is. It's for all through history. Any one of us that line up with God in our heart, and we have the spirit in us, we have the word in us, we have the authority of faith. What is it that God will not do on this earth? It may not always look so convenient, may not always look so successful, it may not always be so reasonable. It may not be what you intuitively think should happen, but it's his plan. Your life and my life, we are in his plan, and he's making it happen. And he wants us to know that we know his name, and we are to glory in that. Let's go, let's go to one last one here, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 9 and... Um, 23 and 24. This is really what we boast in. Thus saith the Lord, 23. 
Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. This is all that the world is about. It's all about this. These are three good categories right there. Yeah, we should write them down, I think. Just, just, just stick there for a minute. What do we glory in? How intelligent we are. Yeah, put here, it's intelligence. People glory in it. They glory in how smart they are. They glory in how skilled they are. They glory in it. It's their identity. That's natural. That's what. That's how people live. Then they glory in the. They glory in the mighty man, the might, the power. I believe it is. It is like power. Mighty man is like a powerful man. He has status. His influence. His power. He's at the top. He, he can glory in that. I mean, people do. In their neighborhood or in their community, they glory in these things. This is their whole world. We have a Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, these three words, they're like wrapped up in the whole thing, however way you want to look at it. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. There's so much money. There's so much power. There's so much popularity. There's so much prestige. There's so much skill. There's so much muscle power and weight and training. It's an incredible thing that people are celebrating today. But the third word is um, the mighty man glory in his might and the rich in his richness. But what do you glory in? What do you and I glory in in our hearts? Him. His name. Who he is. We glory in him. We love him. We follow him. We want to be like him. You know, isn't it beautiful? Like his spirit is in us. We have his name in life. And yes, things happen because we have the key. We have keys. We're going to release somebody from demons. I was in uh, talking to the Indians the other day, and I, I spoke about demon casting out demons. And um, then I got a phone call after, and they said, thank you for sharing that. There is a case where a woman was demon-possessed in one of, our, one of our meetings, and we cast the demon out, and then she comes to the church, and she comes every time, and her spirit is totally changed. Yeah, she's spirit-filled. Well, who had the key to do that? God. Who did that? Christ. What do we glory in? That, that somebody is satisfied in this troubled world. That somebody is eating and drinking. That, that somebody is, has the wisdom of God like Daniel in Persia. That somebody has the authority like Moses to bring the people out. And to do it by faith, because he knows the name. That you and I know the name of God, that's at the heart of our life, and it's what we glory in. Let's read verse 24, it says, 
But let him that glorious glory in this, that he understands and knows me. This is the other one. So you got this one. You see that? You know that? We know it well. We know about it. But this one, it is. Understand. I want to finish real quick here, but I, I want to slow this down. Understand. What does that mean? You understand. I understand. I know you don't only just hear it, but you eat it, you get it, you understand it. Many times people that come to the church, they say, I, I, I say, why do you come? And they, they're, they're new. And they, why do you come? I understand. I understand. That's what I want. I want to understand. I want to know about it. I want to understand it. And I, I, we all say in our hearts the same. I want to understand what's going on. I want to understand what to do. I want to understand about worship. I want to know about love. I want to understand uh, why, why there is evil in the world. I want to understand people that are hurt. I'd like to understand, help people with their problem. I'd like to understand God. What? Understand God? Yes. I want to understand God. If I could understand God and know who he is, then that'll change my life. You know, many people are fishing for solutions like on that first level, you know. They're fishing for their, they're fishing for life here. Where, where is it? This one, um, that one, you know, that, that plane. They're fishing for answers on that plane. But let, let's get that straight right now. That's not where you want to live. You want to, you want to live on that plane, understanding him and glorying in him. And he said, know me. He said, understand and know me. And that's what's happening in your heart. Honestly, I, I believe that. I know that. This is what happens. We, it happens in our life. It helps us. It's not the answer in one sense. In a, in a, in a way, it's very practical. Very practical. Somebody said to me, the problem I have with, with being a believer and being serious about it is that it's not practical. And I said... What could be more practical than walking on water? <laughs> walking on water is, what could be more practical than having food multiplied? You're, you got two different words. Mir miracle, yes, it's a miracle, but it's practical. It works. You have a wedding, it's very embarrassing that you ran out of wine. What's the answer? Jesus takes water and turns it into wine. That's very practical. It solves the problem. When you, we have God around in our life, he helps us live our life. And it's very practical. It helps. It works. His peace. His love. His righteousness. So this is what we glory in that we understand and know him. Verse 24. That I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. 
that I think is a, another message, but that's it for today. That's enough for right now. Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord, the world takes your name in vain. They don't know your name. They use it, throw it around like a swear word. And they don't even, they don't know that's the very answer to their life. And we, we are in this world as messengers and ministers of the New Testament. And to say, come to Jesus. Come to him as you bring your baggage, bring it all your miserable self or your happy self, your successful, proud self. Bring it all as you are to Christ. And say to Jesus, I want you in my life. I, I want that name in my life. I want you to be my God and you to guide me in this world and deliver me from the swamps of life problems of life and then in the swamp in the prison deliver me open the gates open the door heal my body when I am sick direct me when I'm lost fill me with your spirit when I am stupid and troubled and depressed lighten my load give me an easy burden Give me a word and season. Help me. In Jesus' name. If you're saying that prayer, asking Jesus into your heart today, just raise your hand. The ushers will give you a booklet. Anyone at all this morning, maybe. Here or on, online, send us an email. Or just send us a word. Yes, I'm accepting Jesus. Yes, I want Jesus. Yes, I'm repenting of my own way. I'm turning to Jesus. I want him as my way. You get both. If you go for heaven, you get both heaven and this earth. But if you don't go for Jesus, you get neither. Neither heaven nor this earth. And ultimately being lost forever. Yes, in Jesus' name, amen.